over here dumpster diving for him. It's like you got the wrong ones, goddammit. <laughs> right. None of none of that. I am the man of this house. <laughs> so how you been, man? I've been alright. Fucking figuring out how to pace myself with alcohol and still taking it too far. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what that life's like. No, it see, happens. it's a, it, no, it's, it, it's a lot different than the, than the last time around the bottle. Cause, uh, at that particular point, that was the only thing that I had as a, as a means of, you know, a chemical escape and, uh, like most things I, I, I took it too far. And now the thing is, is that I'm, a I'm kind of back to drinking the whiskey that I enjoy drinking, but I'm, I'm not going too far with it. And uh-huh. me and me and Tisha seem to be at a bit of an impasse because, uh, her, her thing is, is that when she was explaining what her problems were with it initially, she's, just pretty much talking about, you know, hey, man, when you drink, you drink too much, and then uh, your behavioral patterns start to deteriorate in some form of a shithead that I don't want to fucking deal with. Right. Like, you know, totally get that. So, I make it a point, even when I'm fucking, even when I'm drunk. A, don't get blackout drunk. You might come close to it, but don't get to <laughs> points to where you have to be reminded of what happened the night before. And I haven't been. <laughs> and, uh, God know, forbid those fatal last words. Remember the casino? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, that's not even the. That's not even the one. Apparently, I like. I, I even remember the conversation. But uh, there was a night that uh, I, I tried a four loco, and that was not a good idea. Uh oh. Apparently, I threatened to leave Tisha. Uh oh, and that is right next to unforgivable. It's like the well, other yeah. day, we're, the other day we're at Walmart, and I was talking about the worst thing I ever done to her, and the first thing she thinks of is the four loco night, and I didn't even think about it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Deleted, just completely glazed over that one, and I was like, no, it was uh, it was back in her first month when uh. When I snatch that book out of your hand and throw it on the ground, she's like, no, nah, I could think of something worse. <laughs> oh, that. No, come on. Oh, how long oh are... you would bring that up. Yeah, how long are you going to hold that <laughs> over my head? <laughs> she's like, until you do something worse, you fucking prick. <laughs> fucking prick. I'm going to... No, I... I, I explained to her what the thought process was, and she's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that you've been getting drunk this whole time and being nice to me on purpose? Well, I've been <laughs> trying really, I've been trying really hard. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it really isn't that much of an endeavor. I mean, you know, we're not talking about fucking ice skating uphill or anything here. It's just like, you know, follow these guidelines and you'll be okay. Drink, don't drink too much, and don't be a dick. Right. So, so she's like, you know, it doesn't count when you're doing it on purpose, right? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I tell her that I'm, I'm only pacing myself out of spite. She's like, then it doesn't count. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't like, do it out of spite. Alright. That's exactly what she just said. Like, no, it's not on purpose. It's out of spite. <laughs> it's like, well, you see, when you say it like that, it makes me sound so unreasonable. You're dick. <laughs> How is that unreasonable? You're. It's it's not. It's it's not unreasonable. It's just. And my wife, why? You girls like throwing that D word around quite a bit, but. Uh. You see, because it's I, all I about the double standard my old man was telling me about. <laughs> I mean, of course we are, but you can't call your wife a cunt. I mean, you... you dro- absolutely you not. There's... No. <laughs> you dropped the C word on her. <laughs> not gonna have to... Like, I have an explicit label on my show, but, like, I'm still gonna have to fucking bleep some things, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm just aiming to be that guy to where the only the only real input that I have on the show is you know just this, this anytime that I speak dead, it's just this it's just this, this one long cuts. one long beep. It's like I think I could get by with saying my name. Oh my god, I don't know the junk mail. Corey's gonna kill me. Doing wrong right junk mail at gmail.com. Doing wrong right junk mail at gmail.com. Um, so. America, how about that? You, you fucking purist. <laughs> Did I just have an epiphany with my dick in my hand? Pull on as hard as you can to get all those demons out, right? Because <laughs> they're only coming out one way. Victoria nipple rings, crazy. <laughs> Great! You say that like a Republican. It's like any shithead off the street just can't show up and jerk off into a tub. You gotta have a fucking degree. Basically what? What do you mean? You just said, well, basically, and then stop talking. It's like... Yeah, I do that. (laughs) Sorry. Uh... (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to The Right Way to Do Wrong. I am your host, Blake, and joining me this week is one of my closest, most revered, and albeit respected individuals I like to keep in my repertoire. Shock. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's a, it's a weird time to be alive in America right now, isn't it? it really is it's i i didn't think things could get more fucked up than they have gotten in 2021 and what's so funny uh, is that it's only getting worse at this point i don't think that i actually have the ability to be surprised It's like a, so I, I like these uh these videos that I, I catch on Facebook, around the interwebs and whatnot, uh, and it's like a uh, people restoring old stuff and making it look new when it was old, I guess. Yeah, restoration I watch, videos. I've seen a couple. Yeah. The 
I, I guess it's because I'm getting old. You know, it's like, you know, I uh, I pretty much spend a, half of my time online watching those restoration videos or just, you know, I, I don't even stalk anybody on Facebook anymore. It's like I stalk myself on Facebook. <laughs> it's like something's really got to stand wonder, out to me for me to... I, I wonder what the Woodroot working group is doing this week. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's like but you gotta hand it you gotta hand it to the powers of B because they have performed the best restoration on something that was old, antiquated, and unnecessary in its time. And what they did was they took it apart meticulously, cleaned all of the pieces up, ground this edge down, scraped the paint off of this, and then put everything back together and we have brand new racism. Isn't that great? It's like <laughs> fuck man, I thought we were past that. like I, I think it's strange when you encounter somebody in public and you're just cool to them and it's like you know the the fact that the person could be a, a black person or a mexican person or a person of different different race altogether and you know they they look at you and you just kind of look back at them and say hello and they they're, they're shocked and it's <laughs> what why are you talking to me it's like, Wait a minute. <laughs> fox news said that you were going to shoot me with your ar-17 It's like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Bullets are expensive. I don't actually have that particular one, and uh, I, I have absolutely no reason to, to to hate anybody unless, of course, I'm given one. And it's like, I, I, I miss the old days when, when things like respect and hatred were earned. Oh, fuck, dude. Cancel culture. You gotta cancel everything. Purdue says that we can't use the word man anymore. Right. A man and a woman. <laughs> Jeez. Lady Carlson uh, Tucker, well, I would rather just be <laughs> referred to as person. Okay. Right. <laughs> Watching that particular video, that guy was about to lose his fucking mind. Oh, God. He just had this perpetual look of, holy shit, this woman isn't joking. Oh, sorry, this person isn't joking. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up the rules. The, the, the rules of polite society are changing so scurry-like. God. Like, you gotta get with the times, Grandpa. <laughs> it's like, man, but what, what what do we do? And it's like everything that was socially acceptable 15 minutes ago is now the exact opposite. Like, wow. Oh, and, yeah. And you, dude, you know where it really started, bro? Here, it, it was my generation. It, it was your generation. See... If my, if my parents would ever put me into any kind of extracurricular activity when I was a kid, I mean, you know, maybe the 15 minutes of karate that I took before dad was like, nope, <laughs> I was doing this. Expensive. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I was doing this for me in the first place. And these kids are fucking it up. I mean, you know, but it was, uh, it was the concept of the participation trophy is whenever whenever a person's feelings started becoming more important outside the house. Uh... It's like, 
you know, because I, I remember it was like, you know, you can't can't pull that kind of bullshit on your teacher. You can't you can't start putting guidelines down as to what's offensive and what's not offensive at six years old on the playground because if you did shit like that in the nineties, you got your ass kicked. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it was a different time, right? I mean, uh, it's like, but can we really blame the advent of the, or not really the advent, but the the growth of the internet and uh, and our our ever increasing dependence on technology? I mean, yes. I I think that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, we absolutely can, because we don't know what to do with it. We don't look like we don't. We what? How long have we had the internet? When uh, I've got Google at my fucking fingertips, and, and I mean, in a nutshell, I think that the internet. Uh, I believe the way that it started was the in nineteen eighty three. ARPANET adopted the the ARPANET, and it just kind of moved on from there. <laughs> a bunch of American spies in the fucking in the seventies and eighties were like. Hey, 1990 we, is when it took the form of the World Wide Web. So everybody had an so AOL we'll say, page. We'll say from 1990. We'll say from 1990 till now. So what? That's 30 years. Yeah. On the dot. Uh, it's not that long. It's not that long. Look, I'm 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 fucking 30 years old, bro. Uh, I just, that's, it's not a lot of experience under my belt. I'm still learning a lot, a lot of shit. <laughs> and, and I'm barely, I'm barely retaining any of it. So like well, 30 years to throw a bunch of fucking cavemen into a different age. And I mean that in the sense of the word, because we had literally in the nineties, I mean, what we, we went outside that's, the, that's all yeah. we had. That was, that was it. There was, I mean, cell phones were starting to show up, but they weren't cell phones. They were fucking bag phones. Well, the thing right? about and it is, phones. like, if you actually, if you trace the, the history of the cell phone, the history of the cell phone started, I believe, with the Korean conflict. It was really, really popular in Vietnam as well. It's like every fucking movie that you've ever seen from Vietnam or of the 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 war in Vietnam, it was the, the conflict rather. There was always that one guy that had that, that big green backpack that looked like a, the proto pack, the proton pack, the shit that the Ghostbusters wore. Right. Right. And, you right, know, right, they, yeah. were, they were always calling it an airstrike. Well, you see that, that is the, the technology that started analog cell phones and, uh, rich people had them had this, this, this huge 200 pound fucking device that was installed into the trunk of their car. And then they just ran a cord into the fucking dashboard. Like, could you imagine, uh, getting into a wreck in your, your, your 1972, uh, Cadillac <laughs> Eldorado? You know, because you're, you were paying too much attention to the rotary dial. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it'd be so bad. Like a, but I mean, just like anything else, it's like, fuck dude, the cell phone that we have in our pocket, you used to 
have to have an entire fucking building dedicated to the things that are in your cell phone now. It's like oh yeah, this this yeah, that's the truth of the matter. I mean, it's not really computers used to run on magnetic reels. You know, it used to be lines of code were stored on reels, and you'd have to change out the reels depending on what function you wanted the computer to run. Right. <laughs> insane to think about. It's like a uh, fucking building the size of a skyscraper. It's just wall to wall, reel to reel, fucking just floor to ceiling. Every floor, you just have to walk through these these narrow corridors of of computer banks. And what does this building contain? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the fastest, it's about fastest line it's on the about East Coast. Half of a book. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? We've got massive storage, almost 200 megabytes. <laughs> almost. We were going to build another floor, but we ran out of money. Oh, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. I bet I I would almost argue that it was in the kilobytes, the first, first gen fucking huge room computers like that. But uh, now I've got to figure out what movie I have to delete off of my iPhone. You know, so I could uh, so I could download another game that if I play it long enough, it'll give me money. It's uh, certainly an impressive time that we live in. I mean, you know, hell, you know that we were completely fucking hooked on technology the day that fucking weed went digital. <laughs> It's like kids these days with their with their vaporizers. Yeah, I love that's it when, true. I'm, when I'm standing outside of a Walmart in the middle of summertime and some guy in a fucking stocking cap comes up to me to tell me the dangers of smoking when he pulls his fucking <coughs> this this 20-pound battery out of his pocket and sucks a fucking cloud out of it. Blows it in my face <laughs> because I'm being unhealthy. It's like, man... People smoked tobacco for centuries before they figured out that it was yeah. bad for you. And this thing's been around for 15 fucking minutes and you're telling me it's it's a health device? That's great. Well, it's, it's better than smoking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, n- never mind the heavy metal deposits that are building up in my lungs as we speak. Well, we don't get paid to talk about that. It's like, you know... <laughs> I come from a time when a person's lungs were fucked up because they were smoking. Now you kids got your popcorn lung. That's yeah, that was that was <laughs> I remember that little epidemic breaking out. Uh which they linked that back to uh the buttery something some type of I forget the term for it. It there was a term for it, but it's like the a buttery savory flavor. Like a creamy, buttery flavor uh, is what was causing the popcorn lung. Yeah, and then, well, hell, uh, one of the things that was really big in the, the, the it, it almost fucked up the vape game for the stoners is uh, the, the vaporizers that you get out of the, the vape carts you get from the dispensaries these days. Well, hell, yes. as, as soon as those hit the market, just like anything else, you're going to get the counterfeit brands that show up afterwards. Oh, the fucking vitamin E carts that people were selling. The yeah, vitamin, vitamin E acetate. It's like, 
It's like, yeah, that certainly sounds like something I want to put in my body. Well, I mean, if you were fucking taking it, like, it was prescribed, it wouldn't be an issue. But uh, you're not supposed to fucking smoke it. Yeah, it's all about delivery systems. It's like, man, back in a... Back in my younger days, I used to see people busting pills down and snorting them and shooting them up and shit like that. I was over here thinking, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. And it's not necessarily because I'm because I'm some kind of a square who says that you shouldn't do drugs, but you, shouldn't you do You them? fucking purist. <laughs> right? It's like, but, uh... If it came in a pill form, I, I would uh, I would imagine you're you're just supposed to eat it, right? It's like what it's it's not hitting you fast enough, there, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and then I see, and and one of the other crazy problems that comes with it is is we're doing all these fucking inhalants now and shit, and then. Uh, like I was doing fucking dabs really heavy last year, and then I got sick. Uh, Christmas of 2019. I remember that. Lost my voice for two months. Uh, I remember trying to get you to do a dab <laughs> in the Abbey, and you're looking over, you're you're staring at the dab rig like it's a nah. like it's a threatening young. I don't know who to offend these days. So. <laughs> it's like I break out the the dab rig, and now you're walking on the other side of the street. It's like, hey man, I was just gonna ask for directions. And it's weird because I, I, I fucking hit the ground running with dabs, dude. That shit was fucking great. I was, and then a couple months into it, I realized that what we're doing is just a cleaner form of hash. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, so, that's exactly what it is. So Same that shit. trash that I was that I was buying when I was a teenager that I had to like that. On the the butter knives on the stove because I left them on there for too long. Uh huh. Yep. Same, same, my, same shit. Got my set mom calling me stupid. She's like, "Why didn't you just do it under glass?" And I'm like, "What's that?" <sighs> oh, you know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because now we get to segue into what I thought. Um, this one hits close to home. Uh, this is on the ReportingHour.com. So you know it's. 100% completely legit, incredible news source um, by Haley Rath. Uh, scam alert. Over $500,000 made by selling a 5G repellent lotion online. Dude. Yes, sir. You read right. Scammer made over $500,000 selling what he claimed to be a 5G repellent lotion. Lotion. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it is fucking brilliant because, man, whenever Barb... Not easy. You gotta you think of another. I I really don't uh, want to be that. Let's let's call him. Let's call him Barbara. No, no. So anyhow, Barb. (laughs) Barb, right? Oh, trust me. Unless this is transcribed and uh and 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 put into a hard format, she's never gonna reach it. (laughs) <laughs> because it's just outside of it's outside of her interest so we'll we'll just go ahead and call a spade spade <laughs> but uh now whenever she started that you know i was uh, i was thinking you know i've i've heard about this before but the only thing the only frame of reference that i have that comes close to what she's talking about 
came from a spinoff from Breaking Bad. All right, so I'm watching Better Call Saul, and there's this guy that's losing his shit, right? Because you can't have anything electronic around him. He can feel it, right? And I love the way that every time that they had this guy in the when he was about to have his uh his episodes, his little freakouts, you can hear that electronic buzzing in the back in, in on, on the soundtrack, and it's like I wonder <laughs> if they actually hear it. I mean, because it's like if you uh if, if you were standing near uh like one of those power substations, you can hear those those things humming, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just oh easily it's just, just a massive amount, amount of electricity power. that's that's moving through it, right? But it, and for me, I'm not going to say that her illness, unquote, is is convenient because it sounds like the most inconvenient thing for a person to have happen to them, right? Well, of course, nobody wants to be fucking miserable all the time. And it's like you know, I mean, your misery comes from me turning on a light switch, right? That sucks. Well, well, I'll turn this light switch off. Do you feel better? Not really. It's like, oh, okay. That's his only means of conveyance. Now this guy has to leave his house completely, roll across his driveway and and across his yard to go into his shop. She's just like this old fucking barn, right? Right, right That's right. where his TV and computer is. Jeez. And <laughs> despite the fact that that was ultimately her solution to the problem right was to put him and barb he's on the i don't know i have no idea what you're talking about and i'm sure there's other people that are listening are like what the fuck <laughs> because because they don't no, uh, all right so so in in a nutshell the way that it breaks down is that there are certain people and this has been going on for for quite some time if you google search electromagnetic hypersensitivity Okay. The last time that I Google searched it and brought up the the wiki page, it is uh, it's been listed as uh, as pseudoscience. It's kind of like a our medical quackery is what they used to call it. It's like you know the the traveling salesman they used to come around and they had the the, the special tonic that's going to cure all your ills, and it just turns out that it's it's just going to get you hooked to hooked on morphine. So it's <laughs> electromagnetic. <laughs> give you mercury poisoning and well so people who claim to have a hypersensitivity to electromagnetic fields okay. despite the fact that your body has its own micro has its own comes from your heart magnetic, uh, yeah. electromagnetic field yeah and it it makes sense because the good portion of your blood is is actually a metal iron that's magnetic yeah and it's moving around in your body right right and your entire nervous system is essentially organic wires that have electric ele- electric pulses impulses that move through them it's like you want to make a fist you want to you want to make whoopee with your fist well these, you know these you are think hyper, or you can think of electromagnetism for that all you know it's like a, incredibly factual statements <laughs> been watching this show here lately called drunk history it's brilliant look into it oh my god i i will i'm also waiting on my fucking uh, uh nicholas cage uh history of swear words 
Uh, it's out. We uh, walked through all six episodes. And the funny thing was, the word cunt didn't pop up. It was said like once or twice. Really? But, uh, uh, and, and here, here I'm thinking, okay, out of all, the, we're, you're going to do a show about, about offensive words and you're going to casually omit the most offensive word in the English language, at least in America, because in, man, those fucking gangsters in England, they don't give a shit. They'll call their mama cunt at breakfast. <laughs> and then it's just like, you know, onto the blood pudding. <laughs> But at any rate, back on the 5G stuff. All right, so people who claim to have a, the, the hypersensitivity to electromagnetism. Yeah. The next greatest devil that's coming after them is, uh, is 5G. Because 5G is going to be everywhere. Apparently, it's already everywhere. And right. my thing about it is, is that it's like you know they're they're over here talking about the this this the sickness this illness that they have, and it's like okay, what are the symptoms that you are are having associated with this? And it's anywhere from just basic aches and pains. Like fuck, dude, I got drunk a few weeks ago, pissed off a couple of people, and then lost my fucking feet, and my knee still hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's just old right? age, my brother. Right. And, you know, I'm over here thinking, is it old age? I mean, because every single person that came before me that shit like this happened to, it was old age. Right. But for me, could it be? Yeah. My iPhone 10. Oh, my God. Like, well, no. No. You, then, you know, you. I, I, I barb. Right. And well, you know, uh, you can't prove that it's not. And I was like, yeah, it's like saying, can you prove God exists? And he's like, exactly. So are you going to go to church? And I was like, fuck you. You don't go to church. (laughs) (laughs) This asshole. I see what you did there, you creepy old man. So because of that, there has been so many different products that that have hit the market that are now supposed to protect you from such things. Like... The, you you remember the little balance bands that were really popular way back when a couple years ago? Oh God, yes. It's, uh, it's essentially the same thing, and or they, that's one of the many products. So it would stand a reason that a person would market a lotion to say that it, it, that it protects you from <laughs> well, that because and and my, my thing about it is I think it's fucking brilliant. It is the it, up, it is the listen, ultimate fucking grip. So so you're you right? You figure out like you've you've been hearing about this shit and you're seething right? You're just like my fucking stepmom is just fucking. That's all she does is drive my fucking dad crazy and like I just gotta hear about this shit all the fucking time. So you're like I'm I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And you're in the bathroom and you're, you're furiously like, you know you're 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 furiously like stress baiting. Right, you're just you're just pulling on as hard as you can to get all those demons out, right? <laughs> and you and you because they're only coming out one way. Because they're only they're only gonna get them out one way. So, so you're, you're then you're in your frustration. You just stop all of a second and you look up and you you see the missus's medicine cabinet there in the bathroom. Not necessarily her medicine cabinet, but her knickknacks and her goodies. And and you see her her the, the oatmeal brand lotion, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. 
What if I tell them? Did I just have an epiphany with my <laughs> dick in my hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet you did. So, one thing that I've noticed is that here lately, I haven't seen her without this scarf or this, this hood that she wears. Yeah. In her in her travels. I, and it's funny because it's like, you know, like if a, you come you up say, with the most hood, Do you mean like a burka or... No, I'm. I mean, like, uh, like a hood, a, a a cowl that she oh. wears over her head looks like it's made out of fleece, but apparently it's it's copper lined. So uh, essentially, it's a tinfoil hat. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I mean, ever since she bought it, I haven't seen her without it on. It's like Barb comes up to me uh, about a month before Christmas and says, "Hey, can can you help me? Uh, can you help me buy something? You know me." I'm always broke, yada, yada, yada. Right. I, I'm not going to say that I've been strongly opposed to this, but I'm, I, I mean, I'm trying to be some kind of a voice of reason for my old man over here saying, do what you have to do by your old lady to keep her right. Right. Keep her happy or yeah. as close to happy as you can. And if there's something that I can do to help you with that within reason, I will. You're my old man. I got you back. Right. And he's like, okay, here's what we need. And then he starts explaining to me in uh, in somewhat meticulous detail about uh, a, a sheet metal a shawl covering. Wait, a sheet no, metal covering? Uh, more like more like a, a for the way he described it to me. The first thing that I thought was coffin, <laughs> a metal box, <laughs> and inside this metal box is a mattress. This metal box is grounded to a. A ground spike, just like most houses are, most buildings are. But she's she's got a she's got this thing grounded to outside. And the one thing that I was thinking is, wait a minute, metal's a conductor of electricity. What happens if that ground spike gets hit by lightning? <laughs> and she's in that thing, right? It's like that. Well, then I guess your barb going to be a recipient of a. Of the Darwin Award 2021. Oh my God. <laughs> it's because the year 2020 needed a fucking sequel. But but at any rate, 300 bucks to get this thing built by a sheet metal specialist, right? Okay. And pretty much say, Merry Christmas. And I mean, you know, part of me just wants to shake my head and go, you know, everything that she's doing is nothing more than placebo treatment. It's like, you know, but, and he's over here like, yeah, but she's really sick. And I was like, nah, she's just miserable. And, you know, that, that makes sense to me. And it's like, you know, uh, I've, uh, I've seen people worry themselves so much over the current state of affairs or financial issues. It's like, how the fuck am I going to pay my bills? And they're sitting there and they're so stressed out about it. And they get this fucking rash all over them. Yeah. It's called hives. Right. It's been a thing for a while, right? And it's yeah, like, you know, what, what happened what, what happened to us as people to where now the only two things that are actual, real, true-to-life illnesses are COVID-19 and 5G sickness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You guys know that there's a branch of, or there, there's, there's a government agency referred to as the CDC – that says there's a bunch more shit we should worry about. It's like super aids, you know, one teaspoon of this, your blood, you're dead in a year. And high butters. Yeah. I mean, it's like, 
honestly, what I think it is, it's a, it's, there's something changing in the zeitgeist. That's a good term. I don't think that we've ever been closer to, um, spirit of the age. I believe it's Latin. But, uh, no, it's like, you know, there, there, there was a point in time to where on the whole had, a had these these gender specified roles that we were supposed to do women they're supposed to be pretty and clean and dainty you know chipper Uh, kind of cast systems i mean because it's not exactly possible to beat the gay out of somebody i mean i've uh i've got a hey man christians have been doing it christians have been doing it for decades with gay camps Pray the gay way. (laughs) (laughs) And man, I say that sarcastically. You want to talk about an an organization that just got it wrong, man? (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay, okay. It's a. It's it's not all right to have sex with dudes, right? But what what about these Catholic priests over here in Boston? What they've been doing to those little boys all those years? I mean, come on. I mean, Uh, it's like that fucking video. Uh, it's like that fucking vid- that Richard Dawkins video where he's sitting there with that Catholic priest and he's like, I was, uh, we were preparing a few young boys and the crowd erupts in fucking laughter. And like the moderators like having to bang on the tables, like everybody settled the fuck down, like let him finish. And he was like, I was preparing a few boys for choir. <laughs> and then come to find out, of course, he was diddling little boys. Cherry Sandusky. Yeah. You want to be my water boy? <laughs> God. But, but anyway, moving like, on, yeah. segueing forward from that, <clears throat> we had talked about a dick in the hand earlier. Uh, Denmark's flagship broadcaster has suffered a major blowback over its newest children's TV program, John Dillermund. Um, this is on CNN.com. Um, uh, this is the show whose 13 episodes are available on the DR Network's website follows its titular character as he navigates an array of unexpected scenarios caused by his inexplicably huge genitalia. In one episode, right, this, so this is, is a, a cartoon about a kid with with giant junk. This is, this is a you're me? fucking children's show, in which a right. man named John Dillamund um, and his massive penis gets into all sorts of little trouble. Uh, in episode one, for right, instance, the misadventures the, of my cock. In episode one, for example, the mustache Jill, Dillerman uses his gigantic, stripy organ as a lead for his dog, but quickly finds himself uh, inundated with requests from his neighbors to take their pets out for a walk too. At another point in the show, he's stuck floating midair after balloons are tied to his penis. Um, Dude, I'm telling you, man. This is a fucking thought that I have been chewing on for years. A children's right, show. So, that, no, 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 the, the, 
involves this fits perfectly. All right, so they've got a, they've got a children's show about pretty much the misadventures of or the guy and the misadventures that he that he gets into on account of his abnormally large junk. Right. <laughs> if you look at my but enormous penis, <laughs> it's like fuck, man. But what, what was it? Hasbro came under fire a couple, a few months back because of a. Uh, uh, a, a trolls doll figurine that uh oh the, poppy the poppy troll the doll movie. yes that the, had the button yeah. between her legs yeah like the giggle the, box the, the button. don't touch me there troll yeah right it's like and, and, and I, I mean that seemed seems obvious well my if you roll the clocks back say 15 years right there was a really popular brand of toys that were called Bratz dolls, and I I couldn't help but to notice because me I've 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 always had an interest in toys, specifically with Legos and Transformers. Something about those uh the, those toys speaks to the inner child in me. Little Shock fucking loves them, right? And the right. fact that I could share that stuff with my kids is beautiful, right? Of course. So I've I've always had an eye on toys, right? And but I couldn't help but to notice that little girls' toys were were split into two different schisms. You had the baby doll slash housemaker sets, right? You got you got anything associated with a baby doll? You got the little bottles, you got the little bibs, little diapers, right? Look at baby pee, yada yada yada. People saying that that was inappropriate when I was a kid. Me, I didn't understand why people had a fucking problem with it. And then, on the other side of that, it is, it, it had be, at first, when I'm noticing it, I'm thinking, you know, these Brad stalls, it's, uh, they're, they're kind of suggestive, don't you think, ex-wife? And, you know, she's over here talking about how it's liberating. And it's like, ah. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't I want my brats. daughter to own those. And I, I don't want to go so far as to say that they were inappropriate, but they were certainly suggestive. They were very suggestive. Right? Yeah, and, of course they were. And it's only gotten worse over time. And now the thing about it is, is that we, we tend to like to isolate ourselves. People, people like their little, their little self-made prisons. Right, these little boxes that we fit into. It's like it's easy to stand on a soapbox and say, "I'm an American." It's like, yeah, sure, you're Amer- you're an American, great. And uh, I mean, I don't I don't know a whole lot of Americans that were born in America that had a whole lot of choice in it. It's like Bill Hicks put that one right. When you know, it's like patriotism. It's kind of stupid if you think about it. It's like, no, don't get me wrong. If America's probably the greatest country on the planet just on the immigration in its own, right? The fact that it's actually legal for anybody to come here so long as they – it's not necessarily fit a certain criteria. You have to pass a test. Right. And this test is – it's translated into just about every known language, right? So if – so if – and I might be mistaken on that. So if you're living in a shithole third world country – you know, and you get an opportunity to come to America and become an American citizen and, you know, pretty much go from squalor 
to, oh, I wouldn't say first rate because let's face it, Dubai, they got everybody beat. <laughs> United Arab Emirates, at least certain parts of it, from what I understand, are really nice. All right. Me personally, I don't think that I could ever go to Dubai because it's like I should be pushing a lawnmower here. But part of me really does want to move to the Middle East and be a taxi cab driver. Oh, my God. You'd never make it. Mm. Uh, like globally, because you're talk- the, the show that you're talking about, it's from what, Denmark? Uh, okay, Where'd so, you from? yeah, it's it's from Denmark. Um, it's from Denmark. Uh, handful of parents have taken to the Facebook page of the DR Network in Denmark, um, urging them to remove the program. The spokesperson for DR told CNN that the most of those who criticized the program did so without even having seen the show because it wasn't released yet. <laughs> So now a great majority here in Denmark are making fun of a few critics instead. Uh, Hundreds of thousands are supporting John Dillard now, is what she said. Uh, Denmark is in Denmark. It is now a huge success, and the children are watching it in big numbers, she said, telling CNN that over 200,000 people have viewed the first episode. Um, No, but... is this what a uh, is this what dear old Daddy Trump says uh, would would call fake news? Uh, I mean, because there's there there has been a like in take the, the onion for in the network in the network's online a parody description, of the news. It's uh, in the network's online description of the show. They state that while Dillerman's genitals get him into embarrassing situations, it can be used for good. Once he embraces that he is different. Okay. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, fit in a so the network in a is story anywhere. Is, yeah. The network you watch is funded by taxpayers, making it the Danish equivalent of the BBC or PBS. So it's basically like wow. the fucking PBS fucking airing this program. All right, so uh, I mean, essentially, the the majority of viewership is still got a load in their pants. Uh huh. You damn right they do. All Speaking right. of loading your pants, <laughs> did you hear about the shortage? You're getting shortage of what? <laughs> There's a pandemic sperm shortage, and sperm hmm. king mega donors are in high demand. <laughs> Dude. If man, I have been so curious about that. It's like, where is a sperm bank anywhere near Oklahoma? I was watching this movie called The Way of the Gun, and uh, there was a scene where these pretty much these traveling hitmen, one Benicio del Toro and a, a rather young Ryan Philippe, he's sitting in this the this the sperm donation center, and he the voiceover said that a. a a shot of cum will get you a thousand dollars. I'm over here thinking, okay, because we've all heard that story about how there's a particular medical research company that'll literally buy a testicle for forty grand, and it turned out to be a fake story. Yeah, so I'm over here seriously wondering, eighty grand to be emasculated? Are you gonna give me nudicles? What's up? <laughs>
ultimately I'm against neutering my dog. So I, I, I don't think that I'd actually be able to go through with something like that. But <laughs> to, to find out that these, uh, that these lowly sperm banks are, are, are dwindling in supply. <laughs> well, maybe you're going to have to loosen up some of them rules, buddy, because that's one of the things that they don't tell you is there is a very, very sincere betting process. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like any shithead off the street just can't show up and jerk off into a cup. You got to have a fucking degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, but if you think about it, you mean not not just anybody uh, can come in here and do this? <laughs> like that movie, senseless. You show up with a fucking Culligan water jar. <laughs> <laughs> How much you get? I fill this up. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, and what, what I'm noticing, and, and it goes back to that that comment that I made about the zeitgeist shifting is we are getting so far away from any sense of morality that, I mean, it's like one of the, a couple episodes back about the pedo fires in, uh, in California, how they're making it legal there. Right. Oh, it's like, yeah, okay. These, yeah. And that was just, it was these, blown these out might of proportion. Be, right. It might be blown out of proportion and grossly misinterpreted. But the problem is, is that it's a step in the wrong direction. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. Look at, all right, look at it this way. For the longest time, and, and now and when I say for the longest time, pretty much since the 40s to, I mean, and still in many areas up to present day, I mean, you could go to prison for the rest of your life for having a fucking joint in your pocket and having the misfortune of being black, in America uh, at least. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, because let's face it, the... Uh, I mean, with, with the with the advent of the military-industrial complex, there was something much more sinister behind the scenes with that one with the advent of the prison-industrial complex. It's like that's when prisoners went uh, – where the concept of jails and prisons went from being something of a nuisance. All right, so <coughs> – In. Oh, I will. Yeah, I will. All right, so the DA sprouted in the seventies as a brainchild of uh, Nixon to get the fucking hippies off the White House lawn. But despite that happening, he still makes a very drug-addled Elvis Presley a narcotics agent, quite simply because he asked him to and took a picture with him. <laughs> Jack Black's performance of Elvis was brilliant. And it turns out that that's a true story. That actually happened. Really? Yes. Look it up. Ah, wow. Nixon, Nixon meets Elvis. It was like in 1971. He's sitting in a fucking bar somewhere with a with his Memphis Mafia. That's what he called his entourage. And like Elvis had a collection of police badges. Yeah. Well. So he's sitting in this bar. He sees this guy who's waving around a U.S. narcotics badge. Now, this was pretty much the the agency that spawn that eventually became the DEA. Okay. 
and uh, and apparently this one particular badge is like literally the highest level of law enforcement that you can get in America. That's like the fucking ceiling for law enforcement. Most powerful badge on the planet, right? Okay. Drunk History, Season 1, Episode 1. <clears throat> the, the third segment. And, you know, I'm over here thinking there's no way this could be fucking true, right? It is true. <laughs> Nixon made Elvis a fucking narc, dude. Just because he asked him to. And the whole reason that he asked him to, apparently, is so he could carry guns and drugs with him anywhere he went. Nice. Nobody's going to do anything. Uh, now, I'm not entirely sure if the story about him literally running down a plane and pulling a plane over on the fucking tarmac because some guy stole jewelry from him. Wow. Holy shit. Like, but but no, think about it. All right. All these different drugs are illegal. Yeah. For every for every street drug, it's in there. For every street drug available, there's a pharmaceutical equivalent or a or a lot of different pharmaceutical equivalents. It's like uh Orgel. You have it some tooth pain, get some Orgel, guess what? You're rubbing coke on your gums. <laughs> right. Novocaine is a derivative of cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any of the opiates from the good Tylenol all the way down to Dilaudid is a derivative of opium. It's heroin. Yeah. Yeah. And with a prescription, you can, uh, you can do just about it. You can do just about any drug that you want to do. Right. What you think for the longest time in America, for the longest time in America, you couldn't smoke weed. Now there's, I mean, it, it started a, a little bit here, a little bit there. Apparently the, the movement to legalize marijuana apparently started uh, somewhere in California, Washington, Oregon, West Coast. And uh, it was like the early 90s was when it actually started getting movement to where certain areas started to decriminalize to where or, or severely reduce the, the, the prison time or punishment that's associated with it. Now it's to the point where in some places, like in California, Colorado, Oregon. Oh, even here in Oklahoma, over it's, the it's age a misdemeanor now. Yeah, well, it, there, there's, still a, there's still a little bit of a, a little bit of song and dance theater that's associated with it. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see a to see Oklahoma go recreational in the next few years, and for the fact the fact that Oklahoma, sometimes commonly referred to as the buckle of the Bible Belt, but dude, the House is trying. Luckily to, enough, for the House is trying to push through uh, decriminalization on the federal level. I heard about that, and the House pushed well, it through. It passed it. the House, man. With everything that we've got going on, it's like. Globally, locally, nationally, it seems like just the human race itself has taken a steep fucking dive.
towards the worst here lately. It feels that way. I mean, so, I mean, we got Epstein, right? <laughs> right. Nobody wants to talk about Jeff Epstein anymore, but goddammit, you couldn't open up your Facebook page without having somebody tell you that that guy didn't kill himself, right? Right. So. Do you have an outro you want to do, or is there any way you want to do an outro, or do you just want to say, I'm, later, Fox? Not entirely. <laughs> Not entirely sure how you want to stroke. It's your fucking show, dude. Me, so. I usually just end it with a, you know, good night, motherfuckers. Like, that's usually right where I cut it. I'll probably cut that one I just said and use it. Um, but I didn't know if I you wanna, wanted to I wanna say goodnight. I want to go total Andrew Glauberman. Go for it. It's like, peace out, fam. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's, a, that's all I got. But, <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I really do feel like a, like, like things are getting kind of getting into uncharted territory because it's like we uh we loosen up on a on on drug crimes we uh we loosen up on sex crimes it's like what do you think America's gonna look like when our kids are our age, man? Uh, it could be fucking wild. Could be more than we can handle. <laughs> and, and you know, for some, for you to make that statement to me i gotta say it brother that is a bold fucking statement <laughs> i'm very much aware but like uh uh any rate i love you brother thank you for fucking doing this with me man i, I really you. appreciate hey. fucking doing this to be completely honest with you i feel like this is a hell of a lot easier than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> exactly <laughs>